0: Friday afternoon I volunteer at the Zen Hospice Project which is uh, in Hayes Valley not too far from here although paradoxically though it's in Hayes Valley it's at the top of a, of a steep hill and it's a lovely house and uh, I enjoy all of my volunteer services one thing I do is I answer the door it's one of my big my big tasks and that's how I met Kate Coslin I the doorbell rang and I went out to the door, opened the front door of the hospice, and there was this woman, this middle-aged woman standing there, and she was, uh, she had short hair, and uh, she had a suitcase and a dog with one ear, and I don't know why one ear, as maybe as uh, art, had an artistic temperament. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, hi, I'm Kate, and there's two things that, there's a couple of things that you should know about me, like just right away, and she said, so the first thing is, <clears throat> My doctor has given me five days to live. And the other thing is, in those five days, there are two things that I must get done. I must find a a home, a beautiful home for Austin, my dog. And I also need to kick my husband's ass in court. So I said, you know, welcome. I showed her to her room upstairs, and I helped her put up her books. She had a lot of cooking books, Julia Child, and stuff like that. And I, I was really getting to like her, you know, uh, uh, quite a bit. And, and, and the thing that I just kept thinking about was that she had five days to live, and my next shift wouldn't be until a week later. So at the end of the, my shift, I, I said, well, see ya. But I, I was sad. And then the next week, the next Friday, I came in for my shift the next Friday afternoon, and uh, she was still there. She was still alive. I went into her. I said, Kate, what gives? She said, I know. (laughs) (laughs) She said, but you know, I'm glad, Josh. I'm I'm actually glad I have more time because I didn't accomplish any of the things that I meant to accomplish, and this this gives me more time. And so, uh, and, and in fact, You know, I'm just thinking, I'm starting to get sort of this wild, magical thinking, like maybe I'll just keep living for a while. And uh, so I've added a third thing that I want to get done. Now, Josh, I know this is sort of embarrassing. I know that I've I've told you, you know, we've talked about my love for fine food and haute cuisine and stuff. But I have to tell you, Josh, that the other thing is before I die, I would like one more time to go to the lunch special at Olive Garden. which surprised me. Uh, I'd never been to Olive Garden, but I, I, I didn't have the sense it was, you know, authentic. Uh. <laughs> so I said, you know, politely, well, Kate, what is it about the Olive Garden? She said, well, it's, first of all, it's, it's cheap. Uh, goes till four o'clock. Uh, showed me the ad. It's at till four in bold. And then she said, but the thing is, it's really the bottomless bowl of salad. And I said, well, what's so special about, what do you mean bottomless bowl? What you can get up and keep going up to the, the, the place with all the, le- you know, the, the salad bar. That's the word I wanted. You keep going up to the salad bar, and then you go back, and they never stop you. She's, she looked at me with, with, with pity, which happens a lot to me at the hospice from patients. Um, she said, no, Josh, you never have to get up. Never. No, Josh, when you finish your bowl of salad, a waiter comes over, magically, and gives you more salad. puts more salad in your bowl. You finish that, and puts more salad in your bowl. And, and it just keeps going like that. And the, and there are breadsticks we shouldn't talk about. But the salad, this salad is really what can I say, Josh? It's refreshing. It's it's crispy. <laughs> and when she said crispy, something went off in my mind. Now. You have to understand, in my generation, and raised by communist parents, uh, I, there was, a, okay, there was, there was a, the only lettuce I knew was iceberg lettuce uh, growing up. That's the only lettuce that I, I thought of as lettuce. I didn't really understand there were other varieties, and uh, I really liked iceberg lettuce. And then, right in the middle of my childhood, an, an evil, selfish man named Cesar Chavez, <laughs> for his own selfish reasons, Arranged, arranged it so that middle class kids all around the country could not eat iceberg lettuce at all. <laughs> and so this became this, this is something I desired. I desired I, mean, I wanted sex, but, but iceberg lettuce, you know. <laughs> and so I said, is it at iceberg? And she was raised by a communist too, Kate was. She said, yes, 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 iceberg lettuce. I said, uh, we must go to this olive garden. <laughs> In fact, we'll go next week. Uh, we'll go next week on my next shift. And okay, she said, well, it's not, we'll need a car to get there. Uh, and, and, uh, um, and I said, that's okay, because Lisa, who's my shift mate, she has a car, and I'll make sure she brings it in. And then she said, and i got to bring my meds for my uh, nausea and for my pain. She, was, she had metastatic breast cancer is what she was suffering from. And so, so the nurses started working on that, and everyone's very excited. And I come in for my next shift hopeful. <laughs> next Friday and she's she is there she's still there and I say to the nurses when I go up to the second floor I say, well you know does Kate remember about you know going to the they say it's all she talks about in fact it's all any of us are talking about she has all her meds ready look she's dressed up and everything uh so I go down the hallway I open the door to Kate's room and she's wearing a lovely dress and, and but she I can tell from her expression something terrible has happened and so she showed me, she was looking at this thing on the iPad, okay, and she showed me, it was an email from her lawyer, she had just lost her case, her court case, against her husband uh, who she'd wanted to kick his ass in court. The thing that they were uh, arguing over was who owned this uh, rent control department on the Upper West Side of Manhattan, and uh, it was the last thing that she could possibly have that she could leave to her nephew and to her brother. So she had just lost the case, not only did she lost the case, but the lawyer said that she had to sign and return, before the end of the day, and it, an attachment, sign this uh, attesting that she um, attesting that she would never sue again and that she would never contact her husband again, and that uh, otherwise, if she didn't do that within this day, she would owe ten thousand uh, dollars to her uh, husband, which, which was on top of, you know, I maybe mean, it was 10,000 more than she had. So she was very upset. Uh, she said, well, we have to do this before we go. So I'm like, she said, Josh, can you do something with the iPad? But the thing is, this is not the time or place to get into design or anything. But iPads are just, why would you, why would you have a lover with no orifices? Why no, <laughs> why no things to plug in? I mean, I always have a thumb drive with me. I'm nerdy, but no, so... And she, as I said, well, can you give me, uh, can you give me your, your password? I'll try to put it on my end. And she said, well, this is my AOL password. And I wanted to just say, you know, just, just I didn't. But I just had a moment where I going, really? AOL? Really? Really? <laughs> a cultured woman like you? <laughs> so finally, I get everything printed out. And I get the thing. And she signs it. And we scan. And it goes back. And now she's done with her legal obligations. And now we could go to Olive Garden. It was now 3.15, and I felt there was some urgency because, as I mentioned, uh, that they're very clear about the Olive Garden. At Olive Garden, the lunch special ends at four, and and so I I went to uh, look for Lisa so she could drive us, but Lisa had been... uh, she had to do something else. We, uh, uh, one of our patients, residents, had gone into convulsions and she needed to d- d- stay by his bed to keep him from hurting himself, from falling out. And so she couldn't leave his side and s- therefore she couldn't drive us. And I didn't drive, I don't have a car. So, so I, uh, I said, well, what can we do? And, and the nurse said, well, Roy. Now Roy's the supervisor of all of us volunteers. So I went to Roy's office. He was out. Where is Roy? Oh, he's across the street getting lunch. And then I knew we were screwed because he was probably at this place, it was uh, it's a sandwich shop, uh, it's a cafe across the street, and, and my theory is that the, the people at the Zen Center across the street from us, um, that the students there, this is their day job uh, for money, is working at this cafe, because they don't make sandwiches so much as they are present with the elements of sandwiches. <laughs> it takes a fucking hour, it's really it's really incredible (laughs) yeah Uh, um so and it's called the mercury cafe okay so anyhow enough of that so now we're all waiting for Roy to come back so he can spell, you know, Lisa so that we can drive over. And, and, and we're waiting, we're waiting, we're looking down the stairs, and finally Roy comes in. And I yell down the stairs, Roy, you, you have to come right away. He says, oh, I have to have my, some blood sugar. I have to Because he's not like me. He doesn't store his fat. He's, he's a vegan, and, and, and he's like a, a little, you know, those little flying things that have to eat all the time, you know. I'm not good with nature. So... Uh, <laughs> So hummingbird, <laughs> thank you. That's <laughs> a one. I've just a, one tiny victory against aging. Okay, cool. Good. Okay. So he So he said. So I have to eat. So now we're waiting for him to eat. So now we're all staring down the stairs because now it's it's 3:40, and and the always oh, going to end up. We're waiting. We're waiting. It's 3:40. 340, it's 3:45. It's 3.50. And finally Roy comes up to Sarah and said, OK, I can take over now And 3.50. And, and, and Kate was going, well, I, uh, we, we're not going to get there. We're not going to get there in time. We're not going to get there in 10 minutes at the Stonestown Mall. It'll take us more time than that. I said, well, look, I will call the Olive Garden, which I did. And I, they answered the phone, Buenos Aires Olive Garden. So I was wrong. It was authentic. OK, cool. <laughs> I said, look, I'm a volunteer at a hospice and there's a patient here and she's gonna die really soon. And her last dying wish was to go to the Olive Garden for the lunch special. And I know I've seen in the ad, it ends at four, but could you let that slide a little bit for us today? And the woman said, oh no, sir, no. At Olive Garden, the lunch special ends at four. So um, I could have gotten on my high horse at that point and said, you know, let me talk to Mr. Olive or whatever. (laughs) But I could see that uh, Kate, from her expression, that she was getting the, her pains, her, her, that she was getting, uh, the the drugs were not uh, helping her, or not uh, keeping the, uh, which happens in the late afternoon, was not keeping the the pain away, and was becoming unbearable. So I said, look, we'll go next week. But I thought I was lying, because I thought, well, would she live to the next week? Would she live in? I came in the next week, and I ran up the stairs to the nurse. I said, is Kate? They said, yes, yeah, she's still here, but she's, uh, she's sort of fading. So I went into Kate's room, and she was in bed. I said, Kate, do you remember about the Olive Garden? She went, oh, geez, Josh, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, I have to get myself bathed. and I have to get myself uh, dressed. And, and yes, we'll, we'll go to the Olive Garden. So I got Lisa, who had brought her car. Again and and and, uh, and 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 no one and Roy was there and he was fed and everything was ready to go. And 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 Lisa went out to get her car and I she insisted it was hard for her to walk at this point, Kate, but she insisted on walking with me arm in arm. We went to the elevator, went down the elevator, went out to Lisa's car, and Lisa drove us to the Stonestown Mall, where for the first time in my life, I was exposed to an olive garden. <laughs> It was everything I had dreamed of. It was uh, <laughs> capitalism in its final metastasis of, of plasticness. It was, it was it was creepy. It was plastic. It was it was uh, chintzy, and it was beautiful because it was there. And she was so happy. Kate was so happy. While Lisa went to park the car, we went. I went in with Kate. She said to the maitre d. You know, it's fancy. She Said to the maitre d. Look, you don't have to see this. I know where I'm going to sit. And we went to this booth, this little circular booth. And she whispered to me that it's as far as I can walk. So we sat down. Lisa joined us. And they brought over menus, which are laminated. So, you know, this is high-level stuff. We said, no, we know what we want. All three of us want the bottomless bowl of salad. <laughs> and then and, and, and they brought it. The waiter brought it. And... Um, uh, it was crunchy and crispy. They they actually they put some frost on the bowl, which I thought was a nice touch. It reminds you of the whole iceberg theme, and it, it was it was delightful. It has a vinaigrette that I I found uh, extraordinary. Uh, well, good, palatable, but and. And you know, we're talking, we're eating our bumblas, and then you know, I finish someone I, I finished you know a bowl of salad. And sure enough, the waiter comes over, gives me more salad, and I'm eating eat more, you know. And meantime, we're talking. Okay, so I'm we're sitting there in this booth, this circular booth. There's me, there's Lisa in between us, there's Kate, you know, and and Kate was very, very I mean, she'd been very sick, but now she was really, 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 really sick. And she looked at it. She looked at it. And yet, you know, she was acting just like a person would like. She was quizzing Lisa, who was going to get married the next week. She was quizzing Lisa on what were the, her plans were for her wedding, what she was going to wear, was it going to be on the beach, etc etc uh, She complimented the the kid at the next of uh, the parents at the next table. Children are always beautiful, except for this one particular child who was extraordinarily not beautiful. So, it was graceful of her. It was graceful, and we're talking, and we're talking, and we're laughing, and I realized. We weren't two healthy people and one sick person. We weren't one person whose death was imminent and two people to whom death was hopefully somewhere off in the future. We weren't two volunteers even and a patient. What we were, we were three people, friends, having the lunch special at Olive Garden and Kate and I filled Lisa in on the revolution that our parents had told us was going to happen, and it was was cool to tell her about socialism in the Olive Garden. It felt felt pretty appropriate. (laughs) The waiter brought the check, and the smile on Kate's face, she said, oh, Josh, I did it. I did it. I got through the whole meal, and I did not have to throw up. (laughs) And I didn't have to go to the bathroom, which, by the way, I think they should put in their ad, because... it's really better than anything on Yelp. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we got back in the car with some difficulty, and Lisa drove us back to uh, the lovely um, guest house, as it's called, the Zen Hospice Project uh, house. And I, I hugged uh, Kate, and, uh, and I said, you know, goodbye, because I didn't want to lie or anything, just not take anything for granted. And she... She did live uh, for a few more weeks, and she got to live to to be to be alive on her sixtieth birthday, which she hadn't thought she would be and um, when she died, uh, Roy gave me you know the supervisor he gave me a text and said, "You want to come in for the ceremonies and and I came in and and it was lovely. we put the flower petals on her and um And so then I, I headed out of the guest house and uh, I had this feeling, this sensation as I, I started down the hill, the hill going, walking to Bard at Civic Center. They started walking down the hill and this feeling. I knew it actually with a certainty. We're all finite. Kate What's finite? I am finite. You are finite. But the bowl. (laughs) The bowl is bottomless.